Hello, this is Gareth. Gareth Davies calling you from Auckland in New Zealand. And I have with me John. Hi, Gareth. How's it going? It's me, John, from Gisborne. That's right. John's in sunny Gisborne. I'm in sunny Auckland. And um, John has got a wonderful story to tell you. Yeah, thanks, Gareth. Yeah, this story started in October of 2012. I was using my 41 centimeter telescope, reflecting telescope, to do astrometry of a of a known asteroid. And sure enough, I picked up the asteroid when I was running it through a program called Astrometrica. What you do is you stack a number of images together to get three main images. Then you stack those images. Uh, sorry, you then blink those images and you can see the, the asteroid moving between image to image to image. You click on the image and then that will give you the right ascension and declination in the sky, basically the longitude and latitude in the sky and the time and then and the brightness. And then you send that observation overseas. Now, as I was doing that blinking, I, I noticed a tiny little faint uh, dot moving through the sky. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. So I tried to do a, tried to do astrometry on that, and it came up as no known object. So I, I went through quite a few uh, steps and hoops and so on to try and see if it was a known asteroid or comet, and nothing came up. So I then got in touch with Alan Gilmore and Pam Kilmartin of Mount John Observatory in, in, in New Zealand in Tekapo. And they also said that they couldn't identify it as a known object. So, so I was getting quite excited at that stage and then um, uh, sent the observations off to the Minor Planet Center and uh, just, yeah, I, I, I didn't hear anything official, but just assumed that, yep, I, I discovered a, um, an asteroid. And then about two years later, much to my dismay, I found that uh, the Catalina Sky Survey in the United States actually saw the asteroid one night before me. So they they were the discoverers of that asteroid. So, so John, can I, can I just stop you there for one second? So sure. this was 2012. Mm -hmm. And you, set, you spotted uh, what you thought to be an asteroid. You sent it off to the Minor Planet Center. And where is the Minor Planet Center? It's in Massachusetts in, in, in the United States. Okay, so you sent it off. Did they acknowledge it and say, there we go. Thank you, John. We'll get back to you. No, because there was no official uh, reply, I sort of, I, I wasn't exactly sure if I discovered it or, or not. Uh, I thought at that stage that you, you had to do, get a, get, three orbits of the objects, three orbits of um, observations to actually confirm and then get your confirmation. So uh, the plan was to continue observing this object uh, for, you know, for three orbits, and then uh, then it might be officially recognized as, as my asteroid. But no, it was a few years later that I realized that somebody told me that the Catalina Sky Survey had actually pipped me by one night. So, 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 John, so John, you 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 observed it three times. Yeah, you did. You, you followed all the protocol. Yes. Yeah, I was I was starting the protocol. Um, I observed it once, and then about a year later or so, I, I sent in more observations because this thing, this asteroid, is quite faint. It can only be for my telescopes can only be picked up at a certain time of the year. Uh, when it's you know closest to the Earth, as the Earth 
the sun, earth, and asteroid are basically in a line of sight at opposition. So, uh, yeah, I was trying to pick up, get more observations to confirm its identity and so on, and then hopefully get the confirm, confirmation email. But, but no, uh, Catalina picked it up. So I got in touch with Robert Seaman of the uh, Catalina Sky Survey and said, oh, Robert, it's, 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 it's very disappointing. Um, I'm really gutted. I thought I'd discovered an asteroid and, and see that you guys at the Catalina Sky Survey picked it up one night before me. Uh, and I said, I was going to name it Possum after my, my late wife, her nickname was Possum. Uh, her real name was Elizabeth, but I used to call her Possum. And my observatory is also called Possum Observatory, um, you know, in, in honor of my wife. And Robert got in touch with the minor, uh, the International Astronomical Union and asked if the asteroid that they discovered, because they had naming rights, if that asteroid could be called Possum. And uh, it took the IAU, uh, you know, a fair couple of years to um, go through the whole process because, you know, um they have a lot of things to do uh but yeah i got an email just uh just recently in the last week saying that yes the asteroid has now officially been called possum so but, yeah. but if, I'm, if i'm not mistaken they didn't actually write you and tell you this you actually spotted the name possum is that right i did i i was actually happened to be just on the on the website and and uh, i saw a, a list of asteroids by name and i thought oh that'll be interesting i'll just check uh if possum is actually on there now and scrolled down and to the p section and there was possum so i got in touch with robert and said uh yeah has it been confirmed is that my possum and he said he got back and he said yes that is uh that is the asteroid that you you know you nearly discovered one night out uh named after your wife in fact i've got the citation here if you don't mind me reading it gareth yeah of course be wonderful okay. So I'll just, uh, it's slightly small print, but it says, uh, so the International Astronomical Union on their confirmation, on their page for Possum, the asteroid Possum, says 507490, that's the asteroid number, 507490 Possum, uh, discovered at Catalina on 2012, October 9, by the Catalina Sky Survey. Uh, Possum uh, equals 2012 UZ28, which was the, the unofficial name of the asteroid. Uh, Possum Observatory, Gisborne, this is what they, they named it, Possum. Uh, you know, the asteroid is called Possum because Possum Observatory, Gisborne, New Zealand, regularly conducts and submits... Uh, astrometric observations of comets, asteroids, and near-Earth objects. In addition, Possum Observatory has helped detect exoplanets using microlensing. The observatory is named after the owner, John Drummond's late wife, Elizabeth Possum Drummond. Refer minor planet circular 127257. So that's it. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Did you, <laughs> did you go out and have a, a glass of champagne? Um, I no, <laughs> I should. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait until I, I see you in the line again, Gareth, and we'll oh, have okay. a glass in. But it must have been a, a huge buzz for you. It was, yeah, yeah, that's right. It, it, it it's uh, it 
yeah, it's really neat to actually think that uh, an asteroid out there is now named Possum. Yeah, uh, you know, after after my wife and 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 the observatory that I run. If I can tell our, our, our listeners and viewers the, the story that um, um, my wife had always told me that John had had a, a, a discovered an asteroid and had an asteroid named after him. And one day we were traveling um, on Great Barrier Island as part of our dark sky endeavors there um, to train up locals to become dark sky ambassadors. And uh, um, I think I on the line he asked the question of John. So whatever happened with that naming? And then John, looking very down, sad, said, "Oh, I was pipped to the post by Catalina, by Catalina Sky Survey. One day that was all it was. So there you go. And there's no chance now because there's so many satellites out there and and observatories and people just scooping them up like fish out of the sea." And so for the individual these days to spot an asteroid, very little chance. And we all felt suitably sad. And that was probably back in 2017. And now four years later, um, you just um, scroll through and there you find Possum. Hardly a big, um, hardly um, a massive unveiling by um, the IAU. Uh, maybe, they, uh, maybe they need to check their systems. <laughs> Just as well they're not sending out pensions, <laughs> we would all be in trouble. So, <laughs> well, I would anyway. Uh, so, so yeah, so amazing stuff, John. Yeah, yeah. Dream come true. Dream come true. Yeah, that, 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 that's right. And um, possum, for those who are interested, possum is a, is a main belt asteroid. So it's between Mars and Jupiter. It's one of those. You know, there's a big ring of asteroids out there between Mars and Jupiter. So it's a main belt asteroid. And it takes 4.66 years to go around the sun once. And the average distance to it is four from the sun is 420 million kilometers. So I'm not sure of the size. It's probably only about a kilometer or something, um, you know, in diameter. But yeah, that rock out there, it's, it's named Possum. So, uh, and... When is it going back? When is it coming back? Uh, I went, looked on... Uh, I looked online recently and it's it's in Aquarius, Possum was in Aquarius, and it's magnitude 22 at the moment. So with my telescopes, I can get down to, on a good night, no moon and clear sky, you know, good seeing and transparency, down to about magnitude 21. So this magnitude 22 is two and a half times fainter. So I'll have to wait until the two line up again and I might see it, um, you know, maybe in a year or something so john just giving a plug for my little uh unistella um mm. scope nz group um uh led it's led the asteroid hunting or hunting no monitoring observing is led by a guy called michael camilleri and he works with um the people at seti and the people at unistella and he regularly sends us information about asteroids coming through, and then all of us um, in New Zealand who have EV scopes, we rush out and try and uh, observe them from different angles, and and we can follow their flight path and everything. Now, my question to you is: um, Would um, asteroid possum be viewable at some point through our EV scopes? Yeah. So when when I discovered it, uh, for those who can't see, I just used inverted um, uh, 
quotation marks, it was magnitude 19.5. So Gareth, if you maybe if you went to a dark sky when the when possum is is closest to the earth again, uh, you might be able to see it. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what magnitude you can get down to with the EV scopes from a dark site. Okay, well, I'll have a word with um, a Michael Camilleri and I'll get him to talk with SETI uh, and see, um, uh, and, and Frank at SETI and see whether they can put it on the list for us to have a look out for. I'm not sure whether we can, we can I know the EV scope's a wonderful um, piece of equipment. I'm not sure it can spot um, 19.6. We'll have to see though. Anyway, so um, in terms, and you say a year it'll be back in a year is that right um yeah 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 i i'm i must actually um have a very good close detailed look and and sort of uh determine when it will be but yeah the, so because it's doing a circular orbit around the sun and the asteroid belt once a year the earth will come in between the sun and the asteroid and the asteroid will be you know slightly brighter than normal so yeah so probably probably within the next um little while uh, next year or something if that uh it, it might be observable again from moderately sized telescopes so, or an ev scope so um so john um of course extinction events are invariably caused by asteroids um any chance that they know possum might <laughs> no <laughs> that would be that would be amazing wouldn't it <laughs> <laughs> Probably the only only chance would be that uh, another asteroid comes along and knocks possum out of its orbit and sends it hurting towards Earth. But considering <laughs> that the the average distance between asteroids out in the asteroid belt is about a million kilometers, uh, you know, there's little chance of that. You know, on Star Star Wars, you see them hooning around an asteroid belt, and there's literally thousands of asteroids sitting around them, and they're dodging them left and right and everything. Now, the average distance between asteroids out there and our asteroid belt is about a million kilometers between each asteroid. But what, a, what an amazing story that would be. I can see you all standing on the beach now at Gisborne, you know, with a, <laughs> a bright light in the sky, getting closer and closer. It would make a very, that would, what to say? Yeah, I get my swimming pool net out there and try all and right. catch it as it falls. Yeah, <laughs> um, near Earth objects, say no more. This is, you know, def, I think this is definitely a target for SETI. There's something, something tells me we need to look out for, for <laughs> asteroid possum going forward. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so was I right to say that, that, you know, places um, like Catalina and the, and the satellites out there now are scooping them all up? The chances in the future, you know, should we all be rushing out to try and find something, or is it just um, too late now? Yeah, it's getting it's getting harder and harder. And now the large synoptic survey telescope in in um, in Chile is going to be coming online, and they're going to be searching the sky, the whole southern sky, every like three or four days or nights or whatever it is. So just to, just scooping up everything and there's a lot of other surveys out there so so for an individual to discover a comet or an asteroid it's you know it's, it's pretty much spoils sports spoils sports don't you think you know it's yeah. like it's like trawlers you know yeah yeah taking all the fish in the hauraki gulf and leaving nothing for the recreational fishermen that's it that's exactly it and by the way catalina what what, what is the catalina sky survey that what is that a unit is this some is it some university link or is it is it something oh. that NASA set up? Uh, oh, gee, you've got me there, Gareth. Um, 
it is certainly an official observatory, uh, you know, run telescope, and uh, in the in the United States, See, there's been a, a few over the years. The linear near Earth Lincoln near Earth asteroid survey, the PanStars, Catalina, uh, and and yeah, there's a few of them, probably often linked to to universities or or you know major telescopes. And um, yeah, they're just slowing through the sky, taking photos, and then they they click the, they blink the images and look for the moving dots. And uh, yeah, oh well, there you go. That's that's what we call progress. Yeah. Uh, the, the good news is, uh, the bad news is that uh, amateurs like yourself um, can't spot them anymore. The good news is they won't creep up on us and 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 and, and extinct everything. Yeah. Uh, whatever, yeah, whatever the verb is, extinctionize uh, everything. So a plus and and a negative. But there you go, John. Well, thanks for telling the story. That that is really sort of like quite moving. I well, certainly when I heard the news, you know, I I was I was I yeah, you know, I was imagining yeah. Yeah, cracking open the champagne as as you often do. Um, so maybe yes, indeed, I'll come down sometime and we we we'll, we'll raise a glass. Um, to you and to Elizabeth and mm. to Possum lurking out there, <laughs> waiting, waiting to home in on Gisborne as some future as yet to be determined date. Yeah, that's that, that that's right. I must admit her family was was pretty touched uh, that it, that it was named after Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth, my wife, she was a, she was a lovely lady, very beautiful uh, person, uh, very caring person, and she passed away twenty nine years ago from 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 cancer. So yeah, so um, so that's possum. She's she's just a, an amazing person. Good, good to know that she's circling around a gazillion, <laughs> yes. mile, a gazillion miles from us, <laughs> um, but always in our memory. Thanks, yeah. John. Good okay, talk, mate. Take good care. All right. Thanks, Gareth. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Take me to Callisto so I can see the stars. I want to view the Milky Way from a terraform base on Mars. From a terraform base on Mars. From a terraform base on Mars.